Good afternoon. My name is Dale Marshall. I want to welcome you to the kitchen sink uh, conversation podcast. <laughs> I what did not. <laughs> Listen, that was a whole Mitch McConnell moment. <laughs> the freezing. Like, what was that? First of all, I'm having some hot flashes and I don't ah! mind sharing. So it's a little warmer here, even though I just allegedly just put the AC on. But it's um, fine. Like, yeah, I'll try that again. So cut. No, we're not cutting, but I do want to welcome you to the Kitchen Sink Conversation podcast. So again, I'm Dale Marshall. We have Kimberly Case. We have Abigail Walcott. And we have Natasha Marshall. I don't know why I want to keep calling you Williams, because I don't know a Natasha Williams. <laughs> but it's like, and I know her name. This is, this is my family. But it's like, why I want to keep calling you Williams? Just Williams keep Williams popping Williams in my team. head. That's your, but, your um, boyfriend's but, name is William? Williams? Or Williams is that new? Listen. Williams. See, I spoke. You might well, not you know on Caribbean people existence. just give you fake names. So just start calling her Natasha Williams. <laughs> But that's Listen, okay. I, We're still gonna call you weird. I, I did it, and, and so the, I never the, did. The funny thing about this is that you know we've been kind of talking about relationships. We talked about children, and actually Natasha. We, you know, we started the previous podcast. We were talking about um, Michelle um, Obama. I don't know why I want to call her Michelle Barack. It's so no, weird. that is what is it's wrong so with weird. You? I just want to. It's like because okay. I want to say Barack Obama. So every time I say Michelle, it's, it's Michelle like I want to say Barack. She's Obama. her own person. She is her own person. And that's how we started off the first, <laughs> the second podcast, talking about you know her statement about you know being um, kind of in the shadow. And I think a lot of times women and you know it does happen to men sometimes right sometimes it's the woman that's more successful and he's in you know in the shadows you know or he in her shadow and but he and, doesn't often stay quiet about it or wait until they become president of the united states so i'm just saying is he is he still around they said Stedman was rich rich before when he met oprah mm-hmm. he was married too right was he? I think mm. so. But continue. I just, so, let well, me not have Oprah's people coming after me. <laughs> I would like to meet uh, Oprah. I would love. No, to I don't. Meet I don't want to talk to her. Not about that. <laughs> Is it anything but that? No, I don't want to talk to her about that. And so we've been kind of skipping around the the subject of relationships and marriage, and so. Um, three of us have been married before. Abigail has never been married. I don't know what her thoughts of of marriage is. I know what my thoughts were, you know, of being a kid. And I, the whole fantasy, I'm so glad I'm not living in that little girl childhood fantasy, you know, um, princesses and princes and all that nonsense. But I really, there was a time when I was a little girl and I thought, like, that's how life worked. And I don't really remember when the veil was removed or when I had my first reality check, but um, I'm glad it happened. Because sometimes for some people, I think that reality check is really traumatic because they're they're living in the adult world, but they're still not adulting. And so it's like they still think things are supposed to work their way or in a certain way. And then they're just really up in arms and upset every time it, whatever they want to do fails. And say, because you're you're not doing it correctly. You're not doing it effectively or you're not doing it in a way so it would work. And so I don't know why or how, but I'm just really glad that I got the adulting thing uh, figured out. Not 100%, but was definitely on the right track pretty much from the start. And I, I, I will say my first job, and I, and I might have said this before, that was really um, what kind of grew me up, you know, working at a homeless shelter, just meeting a lot of families, men, women, and children, uh, the people that were my mentors. 
they that's so important having a mentor and just um I don't know, them saying the right things, me paying attention, and then, you know, just having my own life experiences and getting the lesson, you know, um, usually the first go around, you know, because some people, it takes several times, you know, to come upon that lesson and they still don't get it. Right. And so I, I'm just really appreciative. So I can't say that I'm actually, well, the, the party's not over. The fat lady hasn't sung. So, you know, the proverbial... And so I don't, and so again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything or any way, but I I still feel like I have so much life. So there's so many things I just want to do, and so I'm, I'm still pursuing a lot of things. Um, I haven't met all of my goals, but I'm still feel like I'm in a good place, you know, where I can do that. And and so marriage is not in the cards for me. I can say that a second marriage. I don't want to go off topic, but because um, I feel like I've been there, been down that road before, and my first marriage or last marriage, it wasn't bad, but it was just very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it was just like how a lot of marriages is, you know, communication breaks down and, um, we're just not liking each other. You know, maybe we jumped into it too soon. I really did think that relationship was going to last because we were older. Like we were both, like we're the same age. Like he's just months older than me. And so I really thought we were both mature enough to like Make really work. work through anything. Like, yeah. like we weren't like teenagers. We weren't 18. We weren't 25. We were like 32. So I was like, I really felt confident in that relationship, but it, it still boils down to human behaviors, human nature, yeah. insecurities, yeah. jealousy, lack of communication, me reading your mind, you trying to read my yeah. mind, you telling me how I should feel, I'm telling you how you should feel. Those little things can really damage a relationship. They do. Really damage. So then, you know, and then when you get not 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 managing our own emotions. So again, emotions escalating. And so we're trying to resolve things, but we're both escalating. We're both super angry. And so now we're hitting below the belt, that type of thing. And yeah, not fighting fight fairly. Yeah, that's dirty. Yeah. That's dirty yeah. pool. Yeah. I don't fight that way. So, I mean, so you're saying, you're just, it's, it's not for you. It's not that's, for those me. Those are your feelings about it. So, I know this, going into another relationship, I my approach, my behaviors, who I am uh, maturity-wise is very different. And I, mm -hmm. I know how to resolve conflict differently today. I know how to actively listen. Um, we, She and I do it all the time. We talk a lot. So why wouldn't you marry? Because I don't think anybody's worthy of me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the pickings are slipping. I'm not laughing slipping, at you, but I'm laughing with at me. you. Well, it's slim pickings. It's slim pickings. I don't want a man whose pants are sagging. And you have men my age whose pants are sagging. I don't well, want to talk to them. Babe. I don't. And I don't. And I don't. But check this out. There's a video going around where this woman did not talk to this guy. He threw a brick. Is yeah, that I'm real? not talking about that. Okay, I we're refuse. not, but I'm just saying. I don't want no bricks thrown at me. That's the other thing. <laughs> I mean, you can speak and keep moving, but you yeah. don't have to entertain them yeah. for dating well, partners I don't. Well, or I don't. anything else. And I'm not running in circles where I would really meet anybody. Like, I'm really trying to focus on uh, building my career, you know, right. um, and trying to really make so my some mark. black man is going to leave a comment on the podcast <laughs> that that career is not going to keep you warm at night <laughs> and you need to have a rebuttal oh i have a rebuttal 
I'm just about saying. It. I'm not concerned about staying warm, and I have no issues with staying. Matter of fact, I'm not a puzzle, so I'm warm <laughs> all <laughs> the time. <laughs> How about that? That is not okay. That was uh, that's a good rebuttal. Like, <laughs> I'm warm hormones all the time. Are keeping warm. <laughs> She's good. That's hilarious. But um, no. If I can find a guy who is, and this is the thing, I definitely don't want a guy who is. Figuring his thing out. What do really... you want? I keep hearing what you don't want. What do you want? Like, I want what someone who's settled. Want? I want someone who's okay. settled. I want someone who's emotionally mature. I really do. I want someone who can self-regulate. Someone mm-hmm. who who has self-awareness. Someone that is supportive emotionally and not doesn't shut down. He'll take his time out. Like timeouts are okay, but don't just shut down. Just don't give me the cold shoulder. Don't I hate that. Don't don't. That feels um, like abuse to me. I'm sorry. It, it, it is. Does. Don't and it. don't try to um, gaslight me. Like I I just want someone who's positive, who has good energy and has good vibes. Who again? Who wants to learn and doesn't act like he knows everything? And because he's a man, we're doing it this way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm way over that. I, I, I don't have. And the you know, this is where your, your um, ind- I'm sorry, to like you, but this is where your independent men problems come in because the men who have issues with independent women, they're not prepared to do that work, and yeah. you should be impressed by their money. But when you have your own money and your own career they have to step up and do mm. this work that you're talking about mm-hmm. and they're not interested and you become a problem because you don't need me y'all don't need no man no i i do but i need a man not a little boy who cannot tell me how he feels about things exactly. and that shuts down and disappears when things get difficult and uncomfortable yeah i need an actual man but whatever um, like who can use his words? Right, use, use words. your words. Yeah, that's something we say to five-year-olds. Today. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't want to tell my fifty-year-old boyfriend to like use his words. I don't yeah, want I to like have that. To. Do you see how stupid that sounds? I shouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, where are they? But I'm like, where are they? They don't exist. So now you're being unrealistic. <laughs> like apparently the unicorns, right? right. Now, That's now so you're just you're asking for too much. It's unrealistic. And so I should now. settle, right? So, because so Tyler Perry said that if he can't put something on the light bill, you ought to be happy with him. <laughs> what about you, Natasha? I think I'm all set. You think you're done? <laughs> I don't think I'm capable of uh, being responsible for someone else's happiness on a daily mm. basis. I just don't want that. But you aren't supposed to be responsible exactly. for the other person's but happiness. At the end, that that's because we allow them to put all of the emotional labor of the relationship on us. You don't have to. You're right. Okay, Natasha's done. That was very succinct. Abby. So I've never been married. But if you um, were, what would you want? I mean, I, I think I, I want what what everybody no. else wants. No, it's I not. I, so let me go back. I. Are you flustered over there? I'm trying to get my my thoughts together. But like I watched my parents and Mm. my parents um, were together, never got divorced, but were separated after I was a teenager. But I watched my parents and I'm I'm the youngest of six and there's a big age gap. And so I guess you could say I was kind of like little chuckle about myself, but older. So I watched their relationship and I watched, I, I, I knew their problems. I knew the situation. I was very aware of what was going on. I knew when my dad stopped coming home. I knew mm. when they were having issues. I, when my dad finally announced that he was moving out, 
it was I was happy because they argued yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I watched as when my parents separated, I watched their relationship change. And it got back to that happy family that I had before the argument started. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't live with us, but he still went on all family vacations. Mm. My dad was still there. And he was always still a part of it. You know, I just now had two households, but he was still around. And so I don't know, marriage was never like big on my radar. I, I never had that, I gotta get married, I gotta find a husband, I gotta do, I never had that fantasy. And I don't know if because I was exposed to the reality mm. of what it can be. That or how it turns out how sometimes. How it turns out that I never was like, I gotta get married. Like marriage, like I wanted companionship, but right. I didn't necessarily need to be married. Yeah. So I, I still feel that way now. I would love to have some companionship, but I don't, I don't know if I wanna be married. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm set in my ways, I'm almost 50. You know, I got a, a teenage son. I don't know if I want to introduce that yeah. component into my life. It is now. Yeah. So I'm good. I want to piggyback on that because um, I, I'm set in my ways, but I still feel like I have some psychological flexibility and some emotional flexibility. Where, But there are times when I question, do I want anyone in my space? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I have everything the way I want it. And so do I... You know, I think early on it would be probably exciting and fun to have some, let's, let's make room for you. This is your side of the closet. Like now, no, there is no room in my closet. Sir, you need a whole new house. We would need a whole new house. You can live next house. door. I need you to have your own place. Well, that, that, that we can meet on Sundays. Yeah. Okay. For marriage sex, idea. for it's some not a bad Sunday idea. morning yeah. sex for marriage, like that's, that's it. Yeah. Like that's all. And, and, and if anybody knows me, they know the only man in my life. Well, my dad, he's in the, in another country. Is my nephew. And so that's like ah. he's the only one that takes up room in my closet. And so your daddy, no, your, your nephew, my, like, not <laughs> my like, daddy, my nephew. nephew. So yeah, like that's and so I'm like I'm not gonna move my nephew out for some. Guy. <laughs> I'm just not doing that. Like I think it's know. probably because we've met such low quality individuals. Because I mean, personally. My marriage was really good until it wasn't, right? And we're we're great friends now. We talk mm. almost every day. Really? Yeah, we do. Um, but so no. So will you get married again? Yes, I would. I would if I found somebody that you know, yeah, that was that I felt like was emotionally mature and could who knew how to disagree. Yeah. So one of the things that I I told my ex husband is that um. I trust you with everything except my heart, mm. right? And that's that's important, right? And so, no, there's no do-over. Um, I do value your friendship, and I value who you are in my life and who you have been to me and my nieces and nephews, but, like, that's it for us. And it's because while I was trying to figure out how to save both of us, you were saving you. And I had to recover from that. And we started talking earlier. There was a point where I fell asleep, like his weight on the bed, his snoring. I roll, I would like roll over to find his body. Mm. And then one day there were just your shoes left in my bedroom. Right. And I never want to feel that again. And so it took me, it took me, I had to recover from that. Um, and so because you're the person who did that to me, you don't get to come back. Mm-hmm. Like there is no second chance from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was recently spending time with a friend and we were having a conversation because we just had this weird energy. And I had to say to him, like, 
we got to fix this because I don't operate in the gray area. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't do confusion. So we need to be really clear and it's fine if we're not going to the next level because that's not what I was here for. I really value your friendship, but we're not going to pretend. We're not going to do this. Like sometimes we're flirting and sometimes you're telling me about Tiffany, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm not doing that with you. Right. So I had to be really clear about that. And his choice was to shut down and be quiet. And so we haven't spoken since September 10th. Mm. And so I've just been kind of like, okay, you know, and it's hard because we talk and we've been friends for five years now, but you, that was your choice. That was that, you know, I brought something to you. We had a big talk about it and that was your reaction. So for me, that's the, like, that's, I don't, I don't, now I don't even want to be your friend. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I can't even trust you to be a friend. Like, how do we have a disagreement or a conversation? And this is the response. Like then, then, okay. We're like, that's it. And so it's, well, it and it's like his reality of what the relationship was. You shut that down. I did. And mm. that he, had, he had a problem with that. Okay, well, because he wanted it to continue, but I can't. You, you will not do that to me. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so one thing that I am very big on. Okay, what would stop me from marriage? I protect my energy. Mm. I protect my energy, my emotional energy, my physical energy. You're not gonna be convoluting my headspace. Yeah. I'm not gonna be thinking about this thing that you said for two weeks without clarity on it. If I need clarity, we gotta have a conversation. Yeah. If you can't have a conversation to me. I'm not thinking about it anymore because you're not even able to verbalize what your intentions behind the statement were. It doesn't need to occupy any more of my time or space. Does that mm, make sense? Yeah. Right. So like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very sticky about protecting my energy and I just, I know, I don't think that they, um, I don't think that there are people, men who are used to that. They don't like it. You yeah, know, yeah. I think people in general don't like it because this isn't just about romantic relationships. Cause as I said, we've been friends for five years. So this, I think that this is about people not being able to manipulate, control, play with you as Boundaries. they see fit. Boundaries. Right. And so when you set a boundary, now you're telling them that you can't, they can't just access you however they see fit. And so fine, I don't yeah, want exactly. to play with your stupid ball anyway. Right. <laughs> and that's what, that's what happened. And I'm fine with that. I will take my shit and go the fuck home. Um, but that's me. Yeah, and I want to piggyback on that because right. that's, I want relationships with those people that understand why mm-hmm. it's important to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when you do set a boundary, they're not upset. They get it. They understand. They get it. They and they apologize it. for crossing exactly. it. And then, well, what does it look like if I want to do this? Or mm-hmm. then we have a different conversation about yeah. like, okay, so if I, if I'm intending it for banter, and not to get, is this okay? Mm-hmm. Or, the, you know, we have a conversation about what fits within the confines of those boundaries. And I just find that so many people aren't able to do that, mm. particularly men, particularly black men, right? They just aren't able to do that. No. And so while I loved being married and my husband makes me laugh, like yeah. he always made me laugh. And that was what I fell in love with. He had, Help me, I'm talking about just a beautiful sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like you'd say something and he'd like never miss the beat. And I would literally be in stitches. He still <laughs> makes me laugh like that. Mm-hmm. But I have to remind myself, like mm-hmm. he hurt me so deeply. I have to remind myself, this is why. Mm-hmm. You, I have to like go back through it. Mm-hmm. And I do think on some level that I may be re-traumatizing myself with it. But I have to remind myself that this, the reason is this. Yeah. So is and to available? not, you know, yeah. Yeah. 
is currently. So, so one of the things for me, because <laughs> we'll you, see how long that you, you touched on your history. And so with coming up for me, I just saw my mom had boyfriends. And so not that she had a lot of boyfriends, but there was never any talk of marriage. And so there were a couple of boyfriends that moved in um, or were, that were there a lot. And so, and I know which ones she really, really liked. And the guys that she kind of dated that she she was so, so on the fence with. So, you know, as a young girl, you're taking all of this in, you're observing, you're, you're paying attention to it. And then as I, so as an older woman and, and, and as an adult, I see, I saw my mom in relationships and it was like, she was just really cool. And it was like, I would think like, why are you even wasting your time like with these people? Because she wouldn't treat them nice. She was really mean to some of the men in her life. And it was, it, I just felt like she, she was manipulative too. Mm -hmm. And she just was. And I, I just felt like sometimes she was in relationships because she just wanted something out of it. Convenience. You know, it was convenience. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I feel part of her rubbed off on me, whereas I, I don't want to be in a relationship for convenience and I would never enter a relationship, but I'm very quick to end something that feels like it's, it's not, not working, healthy or yeah. working. Yeah. And so but is that your mom or is that like being a therapist and knowing like, yeah, this is the beginning of some shit? Maybe, maybe because I, 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 where I'm going with this, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, uh, I've had, and I've had some patients where they're in relationships and it's like, I don't, I don't under, it's hard for me to understand why they sacrifice how they're in that, yeah. how they're in that and why they don't see the red flags, even when they see the red flags and why they feel guilty for wanting to end relationships or why they feel like they have to work so extra hard when the other person isn't working hard at all. At all. That, so, at all. so I will say if, if the, if the majority of your clients are women, part of the reason is that, um, women are socialized to do the emotional labor. We do all the thinking. Well, okay. Well, I know he feels like this and da da da. But then you ask them how they feel and it takes them a half a beat longer to go, wait, you're checking in with me. Like they, mm -hmm. cause they're doing all of the thinking and management, all the mental uh, gymnastics for everybody. That's yeah. the first yeah. thing. The second thing is because we also have been, particularly black women have been socialized to be ride or dies. Mm. I mean, to the point where we're literally dying, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are killing us either heart attack strokes yeah. or like literally killing us, domestic yeah. violence, killing us. Right. So, um, you know, I, I was trying to be down for him. I was trying to da, 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 and he's literally keeping you down, mm. but it has been ingrained to us through the church, through our communities, through just society, like all the writing you said, yeah, that's my man. And I'm gonna stand beside him. Like it's, that was like a whole TikTok sound. Bonnie and Clyde. Right. Like, like that's, but Clyde. that, but that's it. And yeah. so, yeah, I think on, at some point it's been just ingrained in us that if you are a, a good woman, it's literally about how much crap you can take off of the man in your life. How much abuse, how much pain, how much struggle, how much, you know... That's slavery. That's slavery. It is. But, it's being but raped that's, night after night, night, how much pain, how much abuse, How much bad communication or non-communication. How, how many times can you come back from him completely ignoring you, not talking to you, not telling you anything. Like, you, you go three days without talking to me, don't fucking call me. Don't yeah. call me. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you ever again. Like, you, it, but it's, you think it's completely 
like you think it's perfectly acceptable for us to have a disagreement and you completely shut down and then disappear and then come back and start talking to me like nothing exactly. ever happened. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Are you out of your yes. mind? But they do it all the time. Yeah, no, not they over do here. It all the time. Let me get well, my women like do Natasha. that too. Women not do that over too. here. <laughs> no. I just yeah. know it's not okay. Yeah. It's not yes, people do that. People do but, yeah. but as a group of black women sitting at the table talking about what we need out of marriage. I need for that shit not to happen. Yeah. That's, I need you to be able to tell, like, I need you to be able to come to me with, listen, tell me the truth. I can deal with anything if I know what I'm dealing with. And I can do anything for a little while. So if we got some stuff coming down the pike that we need to work through, let me know. Give me, give me the chance to show up. Mm. give me that opportunity give me like I, i'm not even talking about the benefit of the doubt i'm talking about trusting i'm talking about give me the opportunity to show up for you the way that i know i can and the way that you said you trusted me to like don't disappear like why, why would you shut down and disappear like i can't well, do well, that you know women they I women can't. say they want the truth but do they really want the truth i mean i don't know i don't want the truth i know what the truth i hate operating on lies don't get me making decisions based on lies you always got to tell the truth because when you when you lie, mm-hmm. the issue then becomes about the lie and not about the actual mm-hmm. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So he's gone into his life. The one thing I can say he learned from his mama is, well, I told him the truth. Mm-hmm. But what he's finding out is these women don't really want the truth. Well, these young ladies that he's mm-hmm. telling, they ain't ready for the truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now the truth looks like ignorance. So the truth mm-hmm. looks like, oh, you're mean. Or the truth but like, was he being like mean? Like that's a, that's valid. But this is why I'm saying: Do you want the truth, or do you want sugarcoating? I don't want sugarcoating, but I think there's a way to communicate. When the truth, it's like, oh, your feelings are hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. my but feelings might be truth. hurt, but I still want the truth. Yeah, but I now do. It's just like I don't have to love what you're so saying. You gotta come home for me to get your hair done because you don't want to and be truthful. Well, no, no. So wait a minute. No, that's not fair. You need to fix it. You need to pick that up. I told you one thing that you gonna keep saying that to me. I said, "Bruh, it's eleven thirty at night, and I'm still doing this hair. Mm, I need you to fix what you got going on." Over right, there. So because here's like, the thing: like, there's a difference between being mm. truthful and there's a difference between being cruel. Mm. There's also a difference between being truthful and accepting expecting me to just keep doing whatever. So if you, you well, that's that's because a different mm. that's a different conversation. Because if me, I come to Dale with a truth, I don't have to be nasty. I right. don't have to be mean. Right. I can still be honest, and you know we. But it's I also need to. The person who's receiving the truth. Okay, because but I, I also. Example. No, wait, I'm not I done. Did. But I also need to. Well, I was I'm sorry, <laughs> but I also need to know that, like you, when 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 I tell my truth to Dale, I need to understand there's a possibility that she's not going to want to keep fucking with me, mm-hmm. like in the way that she did before. Like, well, you said blah blah blah, so I don't feel comfortable. To keep doing whatever just because you were fine. telling the truth. But don't say you want the truth, and then when you get the truth, it's all this other stuff that no. I don't know what you're truth. talking about with that. So let me no, let you finish. I'm just talking yeah. about relationships. When we say we, as women, we say we want the truth. Be prepared that the truth is not always going to set you free. The truth is going to hurt your feelings sometimes. It might. So be prepared when you get to, when you ask for something. Be prepared that it can go left or right. So I'm saying when I'm dealing with people. And they say, oh, she's so rude and she's so this and that. No, 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 no. Let's back it up. 
because some people are so used to dealing with people that's not always upfront and honest, mm -hmm. when they get the truth, they're taken aback. They're like, oh, did she just say that? Yeah, I'm not talking yeah, about that. No. Yeah. Well, that's rude. And dis What's rude about it? Because I didn't sugarcoat. Yeah, Man, that's not what I'm talking about. The answer is the answer. Right. So are you mad about the delivery or are you mad about the answer? I, I, I'm confused. Yeah. yeah they're mad about, right. I, I they're mad about both. I feel like it's slightly a little bit different mm -hmm. about how, what what kind of truth we're talking about in, in yeah. these certain yeah. situations. I'm definitely not but talking yeah. about that. Yeah, it's, it's two different things. But I hear I hear what both of you are saying. So we, we got to wrap up soon. But, um, you know, uh, just, just real quick. Because we were talking about relationships, talking about marriage. And, and one thing I wanted to say was that, you know, I feel like moving forward, I just know sometimes we attract certain people into our lives, whether we are aware of it or not. I feel like I have a little bit of repellent because like you were saying, like, I, I really do. Like, I feel like guys like that don't really step to me. Like, like, again, I'm not really out and about, like, I'm not on the dating scene. I'm not doing any of that. So, so I, I can't really say, but I just know historically, you know, I've been, I've kind of had this mind frame for a while. And um, it's just certain people that sidestep me because I think um, I'm not needy. And that's another thing. Those type of guys are looking mm -hmm. for someone, quote unquote, broken, needy, mm -hmm. um, you know, helpless. But anyway, my name is Dale Marshall. We'll definitely pick up on this uh, in the next session. I want to thank uh, Abigail Walcott, Kimberly Case, Natasha Marshall for joining today in this wonderful podcast. I hope you continue to listen to our podcast. Thank you so much.